crowd has gone insane. And Savoya is eating into his lead again. This happened last year. And up the inside, Angoro, superb. Oh, he's Fitz Mayfield. And they go forward again. Oh, he's upside down. He's upside down. Hey, so what's up guys? Welcome to episode 4 of The Starting Grid, the official podcast of the RCGP World Series. I'm your main man, Keenan White, aka Lefty the Great. And this week's guest, we got him straight from Spain over there practicing. We got the Viking David Ronafalk and we got Cole. I, I don't know, I ain't got a nickname for you yet, man. So I'm just going to call you Cole, Cole Ogden. I don't know. We got to get a nickname for you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a bunch of people... Uh, call me Baby Jesus for some reason. I don't know why, but Must be that if beard. you want to call me that, we can stick with that. <laughs> What's up, David? How you doing? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys making out in Spain? You having fun? Yeah, for sure. I mean, plenty of uh, hours spent at the track, and you know, when we're not at the track, we're enjoying ourselves. We're having a great time so far. How much time are you guys spending at the track? More than a work day that normal people go work. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. Like this morning, we, we showed up at 9.30, and we left. I mean, we had to leave early because we had to do the podcast, had mm-hmm. some stuff to do around here. But, I mean, we're, we're going from 9, 10 hours. 9, days. 10, 11 hours. No way. Is, uh, are you guys near Robert? Is he close by? No, he's up in north. Uh, Barcelona is like 4,000. He said 4,000 4, kilometers. No, that's no, that's not right. That's what, that's Cole, what Cole doesn't know shit about metric system, right? <laughs> so it's about 10-hour drive. Oh, yeah. That's true. So who's who's fast from that area from Spain then? Canas is right here. He's like 20 minutes away from us, so mm-hmm. he would be the fastest one down here south. Okay. Um, we haven't been at the track with him yet, but, uh, yeah, maybe. I know they have a race this weekend. We plan on going, but it looks like it's going to rain, so it's uh, like a two-and-a-half-hour drive for maybe nothing, so... I think we're going to spend some uh, time maybe getting our cars ready for another couple of days of practice instead. Yeah, because you guys have the uh, race in France. When's that? Next week, we leave. Oh, yeah. Like what, Wednesday? Yeah, we leave Thursday next week. So, yeah, it's the, the race is uh, practice Friday, qualifying Saturday, final Sunday. So, yeah, three days uh, race. It's going to be great. This is just for HB, correct? Or can all cars go enter? No, it's a HP race, so okay. yeah, mainly uh, all the customers around, I would say France, maybe north of Italy, uh, and I know uh, some guys are coming from Spain, I think, as well, so, and, and some from Sweden, of course, so yeah, it's going to be a great time, you know, the focus is not really on the race uh, itself, it's mainly about, you know, gathering all the HP okay. customers and, uh, you know, all the guys using the HP car and, you know, let them know if they have any questions or whatever so it's gonna be a great time i'm sure yeah that's good stuff i mean hb is definitely definitely in doing the whole team thing and it looks good i mean they're very actually very forward thinking i mean that's why we guys on this podcast because uh, a lot of people don't know hb was the first uh team to sign up for rcg rcgp uh i think he was very influent influential in that as well david so 
being as we're going to talk about that, let's get your, your first impressions when you heard about RCGP. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, when I when I heard about the idea, I, this is something that many of us top drivers have been asking for a long time. And, you know, we've been, I, I've heard rumors about people working on it, uh, you know, the past couple of years, but it never really happened so far. And, um, you know, this felt like this was a bit more serious, uh, I would say. And, and right now we can say it's the furthest we've come to uh, making like a change happen, right? So the, the race has actually happened and, you know, it's going to be awesome. And, you know, I was all for it when I heard the ID and, of course, I wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. How about you, Cole? When did you find out about it? Yeah, I mean, same same as David, you know, uh, I found out like everyone else. And uh, when I heard the idea, you know, I was on board, you know, just like David. I mean, who wants to go to one race and crown a champion off one race? I mean, no one really does that, you mm -hmm. know. So to have a series to be a part of and crown a world champion seems more, you know, along the lines of a champion than just one race. So, you know, I was... I was happy, you know, I'm glad to see someone putting something together so professional and, you know, glad to be a part of it. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, <clears throat> when I first, obviously, I heard about it, I remember uh, Joseph telling me about it in, in the early beginnings and looking all, at all the plans. And I'm, I've been waiting, I've been into RC for 20 years uh, and I've been waiting for something like this, this whole 20 years. I enjoy the worlds. I enjoy watching that. I enjoyed watching DNC, but it's like at the end of DNC, I was like, when are we gonna? When are we gonna see all these guys race again? And it it was just like, yeah, we don't know. Maybe uh, the ten scale worlds. That's about it. But I mean, at least we get to see you guys uh, sooner and in, in a month and a half, I would say, in Manila. My next question would be: a lot of people don't get the. Uh, a lot of people have said, yes, it's a series, and we need this in RC, but we need to do it this way, and we need to do it that way. A lot of people don't understand the professional side that. Uh, RCGP is trying to also change. It's trying to have a, a more professional image for you guys, the professionals, so it can appeal to more non-RC people. What, how do you guys feel about the whole professional side of RCGP? Uh, I mean, it looks good, you know. I mean, they're having all the media companies come in and, and do all the, the videoing and getting the racing out, you know, to millions of viewers. And, you know, I think that's what we need, you know. I mean... We need we need more people to see you know what we do on a professional level. Mm -hmm. So, you know, because yeah, I think I think that and uh, also together with a different race format, uh, it's gonna be you know a lot easier for a non RC guy to to follow and what actually watch the action on the track. You know, as, as we've said in the past with the qualifying, that is our regular format. There is no not really a way that. Uh, a spectator, spectator can follow the race and know what was going, like what is going on on the track. So, format together with yeah you know, the the push for the media coverage and and uh, having those extreme sports and those other companies teaming up uh, to broadcast it out to millions of viewers. It's gonna be uh you know it's gonna be the next step for RC and and it's I think it's really needed. You know we I, I was telling Cole here. Um, just yesterday, like in 2009, when I won my first Swedish Nationals, it was like 120 drivers, uh, w which was the limit for the race, and uh, 140 drivers signed up for the race. And today in Sweden, we're happy if we get like 70, 80 drivers maybe at the Nationals race. So it's almost like half the field. 
mm-hmm. in in just ten years. So, you know, getting the the sport, um, you know, uh, getting more exposure for the sport and for for more people, non RC people, to to be able to actually watch and follow and think it's cool. I think that's going to bring more people into our hobby. Yeah. How how do you feel we treat um our the professionals in our sport now? I mean, I like. I always say that we treat RC like some illegal dogfighting ring and, and we kind of hide it. And we got guys running around in black. Everybody's wearing black shirts with their names on them. I, I, I think people see that and must be like, what's going on here? So, I, I mean, I know RCGP is aiming to change that look as well, the actual look of how we do things. Are you guys excited about that? Yeah, very. I mean, you know, because nowadays, you know, I mean, you don't even really have to be sponsored to wear a sponsor shirt. And for, for them to try to change the, the way we look as, as a professional outlet, you know, that's that's what we need. You know, we need to we need to stand apart if we're going to be uh, a professional um, be the professional driver part of the part of the racing. Yeah, I mean, because you guys do get paid to do this for a living. So, I mean, you are professional drivers. It just I just I always think of things like motocross or Formula One where the guys have the matching uniforms. Yes, you may you guys have different sponsors, but you can still have we got to think outside the box, man. Like, seriously, we got to act like we're professional and then people will take us as professional. That's how I look at it. So, yeah, I think so, too. All right. So the, the racing format for RCGP is very interesting. Pretty much every time you guys hit the track in RCGP, you're going to be racing. In the qualifying, then on the Saturday, there's two 15-minute races, which are the sprints. Then I I, I have to re- re- uh, look again, but I think there's more qualifying on the Sunday. And then it's the hour-long endurance endurance race. So in re- and realistically, there's three races for the weekend. But the two, uh, the two sprints are combined, and then you have the endurance race. So you actually have two chances to make points on the weekend. Uh, is that exciting to you guys? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I, I I personally really like the the heads up racing system. You know, I, I attended the relay race again this year for uh, first time since 2015, and you know, even though I didn't have the best of wrestles, I still enjoy the racing that you that you have to do when you're on the track. Because as you said, you you're actually racing someone every time you hit the track, mm-hmm. and I think that's awesome. And um, you know, with the format, like you said. You know, we we basically have it's two rounds per weekend, right? So on Saturday we have qualifiers followed by two sprint races, and then Sunday we have a couple of qualifiers followed by an endurance race. And uh, so we still have that sixty-minute main where we're gonna go, you know, a long run and endurance race. But still, every time those qualifiers happen, we're actually racing for position. So I think that's that's awesome. Uh, it brings another level to the racing I think and uh, you know I, I can't wait to actually go there now when I see a lot more of the top guys also joining like Robert and Hongaro and we're actually going to be a, a good bunch of, of guys and mm-hmm. it, it's just going to be a lot of fun a lot, a lot more excitement for the viewers too you know that's that's what we need you know like no one knows really how to follow our, our current program so you know it'll, it'll definitely benefit both you know it'll get the drivers adrenaline pumping so you know that's something that we we get but only you know when we're racing each other heads up well i do i just you know i get super excited you know in the main to race all the other guys heads up you know it's just fun i also think that uh as you guys race each other more your level of drive all of your le- all of you your level of driving will increase you know because you you don't really get to race each other much so 
if you did this on a if like let's say eventually everybody comes in all the, all the other fast guys the american guys come in and they start racing all together everybody's level of driving is just going to improve it's going to be even like you guys are going to be doing even more incredible stuff with these cars that's how i look at it yeah for sure i mean um as i said like also when you know i grew up racing the the times i had maybe a faster driver uh, at the track where i was practicing you know i tried to to see what he was doing and try to follow him on the track and you know racing against the best best of the best that's how you improve yourself and um you know there's no better way of, of doing that than you know be competing against each other yeah that's for sure and this is especially different for you Cole, because you know i i, I find that a lot of uh, our usa the people that i talk to in america they're, they're so used to the big races with the 700 entries and the different classes and whatnot. So this is completely, I think this is a new system form. There's a limited amount of pros. And then there's even a, a capped entry in the RC2, RC2 side of it. And I think people are having a hard time understanding that you don't need all these entry, entries to have a good race. So what would you say to the to people that are thinking that the, because this race doesn't have 100, uh, 500 entries, it's not big? Yeah, but see, the thing I would say is we're going to have some of the best drivers in the world racing each other, you know, more often. So that brings versus, you know, like a 700 entry race. Like, I don't really think you get excitement out of a big event like that, especially like, like for, say, practice. You know, you're standing in line for, you know, 30, 45 hour just to go put your car on the track for the first time and you let's say you finally get out there you've been waiting for an hour and you go out there first lap and your car breaks mm -hmm. you know that's that's a bummer dude you got to go go fix it then stand back in line then you know hey you go out there again and you try to turn clean laps and you have 30 other people on the track with you and it's just no fun you know so having having the other guys to practice with at like rcgp It'll be, you know, a lot better field of drivers to practice with. So you can get more of a feel for the track rather than having to dodge people, you know, so. I get that. I mean, <clears throat> I, I don't think a race should be judged on the size of entries that, that, that they have, but the quality of racing that's there. And it's nothing against these big races because I enjoy going to them as well. I right. enjoy DNC, I enjoy PMB, all these races. But this is something that's going to be great for the pros and the rcgp show but well, i like to call it the show you know that's going to be produced and also the people that do go like people's like well i can't go to the philippines well you can it's you can go to the philippines and participate in in rcgp in the rc2 class but the people like for instance in the philippines race it used to be the philippine masters so the same people that used to come and race at this race in the previous years will be there to race anyway they'll just be a part of the rc2 class so it's still a, a race where people will participate as well and a lot of, i think a lot of people don't understand that i look at it like this i tell people all the time i like to watch rc i enjoyed watching the worlds so i can be at the track if i'm at the track which i never am because i don't have a track but i'll be at home and i'll be watching this and i'll be like oh wow this is cool and i love this and i can i can still feel it like i'll be there like i'll watch any type of motorsports and i think that's what a lot of people aren't grasping with this and, and my talks with people i mean it's just i know it's like, it's a lot of this and a lot of that we're saying this and that and we have to do it. So, you know, in a month's time, you'll show people that what we're doing. But I have a question for you guys. What what if, uh, well, we now have 
12, I think it's 12 drivers. I think that's finally, it, we got the YouTube, we got the S-Works too, we got Joseph and uh, Max, the Beach RC team, and then Infinity. And now we have the Scuderia Scampi team, which I actually think they have the best logo. So I don't, I don't, I'm sorry guys, but their, their team looks oh. pretty badass. <laughs> I mean, it's, I don't know the whole Scampi thing. I got to find out the story behind that, but you know, that's a storyline for the racing. What about... Shrimp scampi. Yeah, I know, but Scuda, I mean, I don't know why they, <laughs> they chose that. It's an inside joke or something. So we don't have all the best drivers. And when I, we have people saying this won't truly be a World Series because we don't have all the best drivers. But it's not because we didn't. they aren't invited. It's because they chose not to participate. It still is a World Series because it's it's a, it's a four race, four events, eight races around the world. So... It's still got three world champions in it and, and other fast guys in it, like yourself, Cole, and you got McBride, you got Lee Martin, he's a 10-scale champion. Why isn't this a World Series? Why do people think this isn't a World Series? That's, that's a really good question. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just, because uh, that came up the other day, and I was like, well, you know, in America, baseball is played, and the, when they win, it's, it's called the World Series. Well, baseball is played outside of america it's played in other countries as well but it, that's considered the world series like nfl as well it can yeah, be I, a world I, series i think uh i think um it, it's it's the name is the world series it is a world series as you say because it's going to be raced over like eight eight rounds four weekends around the world right mm -hmm. and if you're gonna say that you know the, it was last year that the Worlds happened in uh, South uh, Africa for the Touring Car uh, uh, Division. Mm -hmm. And I know that, that the Infinity didn't uh, go to the race. Really? So Mark Reinhardt, you know, there was like a couple of guys missing, right? Mm -hmm. And those are potential world winners champions. for a world championship, right? So are you not going to call uh, Bruno a world champion because of that then? Or, exactly. You know. It is. Uh, it, it's very tough to to answer, really. But you know, I I think it is a World Series. Yeah, first year. Um, you know, maybe not everyone is gonna be there. Hopefully, they will realize, and we can put on a great show and show the manufacturers and the other uh, that didn't join for the first year, and maybe they will join in the second year or whatever. But you know, I think as you've said many times in the past, for a change to happen, it actually has to change, and mm -hmm. someone has to make the difference, and. This is by far, as I said before, the the first we've come to a change, and I just hope it's gonna work out. And I really believe in the in the in the whole project. I know uh, you was like I said earlier, you was very influential in getting HB on board earlier, and every racer has said. I mean, the Testaments, Mayfields, uh, even all these guys have said we should have a World Series to to determine a champion, or we should have a series, but. They don't seem to want to push their sponsors to do anything about it to get a series. Why do you think is why do you think these guys aren't pushing to do this? I think they're scared of change, honestly. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I think they're comfortable with what they do now, which you know, go to DNC, do your nationals, maybe worlds every other year. I think I think people are happy with that. But if they're saying you know there needs to be a World Series of racing, then you know, hey, why don't you support it? Here it is. Yeah. Why don't you join? Yeah. And I also think that many of the the guys they believe it's gonna be, you know, of course it's going to, but maybe they have to, you know, make their priority a little bit different. But they 
So this is another four weekends to add on top of the schedule they already have. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you know, if, if you're going to add four races, maybe you, and it's going to be a World Series and it's going to be like a high level series, maybe you have to decide not to go to some of the other maybe little smaller events. And I don't say you have, you can't go to those, but you know, you, I think you, if you're going to have a world series and you know, like it's going to be now, you, you can't go to them all. Right. I get a lot of questions all the time, going to all the races everywhere around the world. Yes. But uh, there is only 52 weekends <laughs> a year. Right. Mm -hmm. So you can only do so much and a world series, hopefully we're going to put on the show. We, we want to, and is going to uh, draw attention. Yeah, draw attention, and we'll see more of those drivers joining later on. I hope. Yeah, I mean, one of the questions, like it's, it's so many questions, and so many people give me so many reasons why this doesn't work. This isn't going to work, and <clears throat> I said I would like to know what you guys think has to happen for to change these to change the well the drivers. I mean. Even some of the drivers say, "Well, we should do this along alongside other events." I know, I know, we uh, RCGP attempted to do that, but in order to implement this type of format, it's it's impossible to do that because these guys are out there trying to make their money off their races as well, so they can't interrupt their their series because other people are racing. You know, re regular guys like in the open class of sportsman class are racing, so they can't interrupt their program to just do the RCGP side of it. So that's why it did, I don't think it worked. And I, I don't think people really understand that as well. So, I mean, we had to make our own races. I mean, okay, yes, the Philippine Masters is an existing race, but you know, we was able to, to work it out with them to make this the round one. Um, what do you think has to happen this year to make these drivers want to come next year? Like this, make this the race to come to next year, this, this race series. Uh, Sean? Yeah. Show them that uh, the racing is going to be good. You know, it's the exposure is going to be good. You know, yeah. millions of people are going to be viewing this. You know, so I think that that will draw attention for sure for the other drivers. And once the manufacturers see how much exposure is is happening, you know, I think that will eventually lead for them coming in and supporting it. Yeah, I, and it, it I'm a little bit miffed myself why other manufacturers haven't really jumped on this uh I, I mean if i was a manufacturer i'd be like yeah let's do this like come on we need to do something and it's like like you said david things have for things to change things have to actually change and we just keep spinning our wheels and doing the same things over and over again so hopefully this is the push like you know when i i say this when somebody's on the fence and they ain't sure if they're gonna jump or not sometimes you gotta push them so hopefully yeah. this is the little push to to see show people hey mm -hmm. we can do this like if you want to see the change, then you got to be the change. Yeah, for sure, man. I agree. What would you guys say to uh, the naysayers about RCGP? What would you say to them if you... Well, you have an open mic. What would you say to, to these people who say this is not going to work? Yeah, I think, um, you know, uh, it, it's, it's going to be a different, of course, because it's a different format. You know, all the people are not going to be in the same class as the pros but that actually just happens normally in Europe because in the US they have all these different classes sportsmen intermediate pro whatever so I think I think this kind of a format will you know draw attraction for uh, from people not in the RC industry 
yet, as we've said before. And I think um, I, I think that you know, when people are starting to see the action on the track and that they actually can be a part of this and it, it can be another thing for you know a, a young upcomer or someone else to strive for to yes. be a part of a team in the RCGP class. So that's like what you see in different motorsports like a Formula One. You know, I keep comparing it to Formula One and MotoGP. I know it's RC, but I think you can draw similarities to the to the sports and and you know the young guns they to one day be a part of a MotoGP and they want to sit in an F1 car and I think this can be compared to that and you know I think when once they see the action on the track uh, the media coverage as we said before I think they they're gonna change their their mind yeah. and it's only a matter of time before you know more money is starting to be involved you know mm -hmm. so. I definitely think this is the way to get out of the industry money into our into our like sponsorship into our industry. Um, but to do that, you have to actually have a product to present to them. So this is part of making that product. It's funny, a guy actually said this to me today. I asked him, how does he feel about RCGP? And he goes, I feel it's like I think it's very important. And I feel it's like Formula One meets esports. And I was like, yeah, I can see that in a way because esports is really popular and obviously formula one is really popular but here's my my question to you guys what would you say to your fellow drivers that aren't attending what would you say to them um <laughs> uh, i don't know yeah i mean I, as i you know I, I think everyone wants to be a part of mm -hmm. of a series um and you know in some occasions i think maybe it's not up to the drivers the manufacturer yes that are not supporting it the first year you know they haven't seen the the project they haven't seen how the races are gonna work uh, maybe they the budget is tight is already set for the year whatever you know i don't know all the all the details but maybe it's not all, all always a driver mm -hmm. that isn't you know of course i think the pro drivers they want to be part of something like this yes um so I don't know if there's really much to say to them because, as I said, they want to be a part of it and maybe it's up to the manufacturer they're racing for. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, as I said, we all we all love to race race each other. And uh, as you said before, the DNC, there was so many top drivers this year and we don't know when it's going to happen next year, uh, next time. Yeah. Probably next year. Uh, you said 10 scale, yeah, but it's not 8 scale. 8 yes. you know, scale is a, a different class, so... That's probably not going to happen. Maybe DNC uh, next time or something like this. If all the Europeans still goes, you know, you yeah. never know. Maybe, uh, yeah, you never know what's going to happen, right? So, I think just a series like this, and hopefully, when when this gets going, um, uh, you know, shows what it can, it's capable of. More manufacturers can join, and and we we all the pros can go up against each other. Awesome. So my next question to both of you is your your preparation. What are you guys doing to prep? I know you guys are on the track there in Spain, and that's good. But what are your personal? Uh, I should say, should not just about prep, but your prep towards your personal goals for RCGP. Like, what do you guys want to accomplish? De Cole, do you want to beat David? David, I know you want to win. I mean, all of you guys want to win. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Of course, we both want to beat each other. But the goal for both of us is bring home one too that's for sure mm -hmm. but you know like like one example you know we're over here in spain prepping for it you know we're we're doing five minute time 
you know, sessions, seeing who can beat the five minute time. We're doing, you know, fast laps. We're, we're pushing each other, you know, we're, we're trying to, we're, we're trying to improve on what we're already, you know, accomplishing, but, um, yeah, I think also like as the race format is different, the race format is kind of a thing that you can never give up. You know, if you have a mistake, it's not like you can uh, panic about it and try to make up that time in the next corner. Yeah. It's never going to work out that way. So you really have to, it is, it's really a different way, um, you know, a, a different mindset going into the races and during the races, I think uh, you're probably going to have to plan it a little bit different. Uh, you know, you have the qualifiers, they are going to be shorter, uh, of course, but uh, already there, you know, all the points are going to count. So you want to have a good starting position for the sprint races um, and also for the endurance main, you know. And and as I said, you're not only racing for yourself, you're racing for a manufacturer constructed mm -hmm. championship as well. So you can't just have a blowout, you know. All the catalog points yeah. you get are going to count. So yeah. you really have to think about, you know, maybe you can't finish first that time, but maybe you can salvage your third right. place and that will still give you good points for the championship, right? So... Yeah, I think that's, you know, we both want to do good. Of course, I'm going to beat Cole, and I'm going to do it. Uh, <laughs> but, and I want to beat everyone, you know, yeah. everyone in, in the RCG. But I want to be the first winner of RCGP. Who wouldn't want to be that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and Cole, you're probably the, the one American that's going to be really involved in, in every, every, one, every one of these races. And that's cool, because at one point, we wasn't sure if there was going to be any Americans. Uh, what would you say to your, to your American friends about this and what your goals are? Um, my goal is to do the best I can, you know, like I come from America where, you know, the quality of drivers is, is good. Like we have good guys in, in the States and we don't really race the, the Euro drivers as, as often, but you know, like I think it'll benefit me in the end to, to be racing with the Euro guys. because I mean, they are fast too, but you know, that's just, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. You, yeah, can, you, you can be the first American RCGP champ. I could be. Yeah. I'm the only American, so... Yeah. I'm, I feel a little lonely, but, yeah, it's you know... too bad. Maybe if I stick it in the top three, you know, hey, maybe I'll so. attract some other Americans or something. Yeah, I think so. I mean, we, I, I love it. I love watching the two continents race. And then it's not just America. Then you have Kyle McBride, who can still throw it down as well. Who's who's you guys... Who do you think, outside of each other, who you, who, who you think is going to be your biggest challenge? I mean, obviously, uh, yeah, I mean, everyone, because, again, up. it's heads up racing, so yeah. you never know, you know. Uh, you can have a mistake, and you can start in the back, and you, you won't score good points that round. And it, it's basically, like, you've seen many times at the Reedy Race that guys starting up front is not always, it's not always the pros that are winning, right? So mm -hmm. you have those guys starting up front when the pros get the back row start, and it's a uh, short short you know five minute race so they can't really make up the time they need to pass all these guys and you know it's one time one thing to make up a ground it's another thing to pass as well so uh, it's really everyone uh, then obviously you have Ongaro who's the world champion right now um, you have Robert he's always quick he's gonna he's gonna be there you know it's it's a bunch of guys yeah I think it's gonna be great I'm looking forward to it. Are you guys excited? Cole, are you excited to go to the Philippines for the first time? I'm pumped, man. I can't wait. I heard it's beautiful. 
and the women look nice. <laughs> Food's good. Yeah, man. Weather's good. Yeah. So I'm pumped. Are you guys? Yeah, Philippines is for sure the favorite. Yeah. Uh, you know, place I've visited so far, and also really the track is mm-hmm. one of my favorites. So yeah. it's gonna be awesome. I'm excited. Yeah, I think it's gonna be good stuff. Are you guys planning probably to stay a little longer after the race, or is it coming right back to Europe? Or America. I'm probably gonna go a little earlier this time. Okay. Uh, I have some races after the, the RCGP, so I m- like pretty much have to go back right after. And also, Cole has been gone from home for a long time now, so I'm sure that when the RCGP is finished, he wants to to be back in Atlanta. Good old Atlanta. Atlanta. Hot Atlanta. Yeah, I'll, I'll have been gone for like two months, so. Oh, so yeah, you're after the Philippines, I'm I'm ready. Oh, so you're home. not going home after the HB race and all that stuff. You're staying in Europe. Oh no. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I'm coming that. back. I'm actually going to France for that, and then I come back to Spain, and then fly right back to Italy for some Reds testing. So sweet. And then after that, I come back to Spain, and then we go to Philippines, and then you know I go home. So yeah, man, living the life, just man. Like, just you know, living the life, baby. That's, that's awesome. Well. Thank you guys for your time. I know you guys have been at the track. It's, you've been busy. It's late there in Spain. Um, I appreciate your efforts. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you guys race here soon. Uh, keep up the good work, man. Keep pushing the RCGP and keep getting better. Keep practicing. And um, cool, man. That's what I told you the other day. Step up that social media side of you, man. Learn from the Vikings. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Will do. Thank you, sir. Thank right. you, man. All right. Thank you. All right. Boyer is eating into his lead again. This happened last year. And up the inside, and Goro, superb. Oh, he spins Mayfield. And they go forward again. Oh, he's upside down. He's upside down. Hey, so what's up, guys? We just finished talking to Cole Ogden and the Viking David Runnefalk, and they're super excited about going to RCGP first round in Manila. But also, this week, uh, RCGP revealed something that I think was pretty big and never been, never has been seen in RC before, and that was the announcement of the Scudera Scampi Rosso team. I mean, it has the Red Bull lookalike logo with Scampi shrimps in there, and it's it's it looks really cool. So we had to figure out who this team was. We do know that they're going to sponsor Patrick Hoffer, who is from Switzerland, and they're going to have the current IFMAR world champion, Davide Angaro, from Italy as their team in Manila next week. But we wanted to find out how this started. So I got in contact with the actual team manager and the guy behind this, Mr. Biet Canuti, who lives in Switzerland, and got him on her to talk. So what's up, Biet? How are you? Yeah, I can. Well, pretty good. Winter is going off, so oh yeah, uh, it's getting springtime, so we can start RC thinking RC. Oh yes, oh yes. Um, I I didn't realize Switzerland Switzerland actually raced so too, so much. I have a distributor. We have one of our distributors there. His name Tamar, and we have a couple other dealers there. So I've been talking to him a lot. And you guys definitely race in Switzerland. 
Yes, and in fact, uh, they have as well a national uh, national association, SRCCA it is called, and they are the host of all the national championships in Switzerland. And the big difference, I think, between uh, the US and Switzerland is actually for a national title, you have to race one uh, up to five, six or seven races over the season, you know, and the points are added and then mm -hmm. you're crowned national champion. Yes, we so was, there are not one of events to crown a national title. Yeah, we was just having that discussion on my on the No Name RC podcast uh, this week. But um, let's tell the people who you are, because I mean, this is my first time really talking to you and I've just heard about you through Joseph. So tell people your story. Well, yeah, I'm a, a dinosaur in RC in Switzerland. I uh, had the opportunity to get uh, supported by LRP back in the mid 90s, uh, thanks to Rito Koenig, which was working there. And there I was driving, uh, well, on a national level, A, B main league stuff but never internationally but uh, i always liked this hobby and there i met always new friends and stuff so uh, that's 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 where i come from but in private life i'm married i have two kids and i work as a, an airline pilot and uh, over the winter time i'm working as well uh, doing some writing stuff mm -hmm. uh, for the our uh, title sponsor okay because writing is part of my uh, aviation background as well because okay. uh, on top but that's maybe less interesting <laughs> but the equivalent to the NTSB I do that in Switzerland as well okay uh, going after aircraft accidents and so okay interesting um, but what is your you you was started out in 10 scale and then you graduated to mm -hmm. to 8 scale what when did you when did that happen yeah, that started about in the early 2000s uh, when uh, once a couple of friends convinced me to come. Usually I was a bit, you know, I came from the touring car, clean, clean everything. Mm -hmm. And then uh, one guy, uh, uh, he gave me one of his cars and then uh, I was quickly hooked up and since I'm in there. But I always have a touring car doing club races, which are nearby where I live and uh, sometimes on national championship yeah, we're. I'm pretty actually doing everything because mm -hmm. one of one of a driver I admire was always Hupo Hönigl from Austria, which I know as well, and he's fast in almost every class, and uh, that's that's what I thought is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. Those <clears throat> those onward guys like uh, him, Reinhardt, they're really uh, Bruno Coelho. I mean, they seem to be able to put their hands to any car, any form of racing, and um, it's really impressive to watch them race off road as well. So. I get that. Now, we uh, this is unseen in RC. You actually, uh, Comsport MX is the actual title sponsor of the Scuderia Scampi Rosso team. Who is Comsport MX? Well, uh, Comsport MX is a newly founded company. Well, the people behind they work already for quite some time. And uh, they're doing uh, communication and uh, sports management, uh, especially for young skiing athletes, you know. And mm -hmm. when I talk young, that means when they enter uh, starting, you know, 
kind not worldwide, but uh, you know, it's like like the IFMAR. Mm -hmm. The equivalent in the skiing of IFMAR is the Fédération Internationale de Ski. That's the uh, federation, the international federation for ski. And once you pass 16 years, you know, you have to race uh, there and then you have to make good results to get your points down. You know, they uh, in, in skiing, it's a bit uh, like in golf, you know, they, to get the handicap down. So the lower your handicap is, the better starting numbers you have and then uh, you get up. And at one stage, you will become eligible from uh, Swiss Ski, the national organization sending the best skiers of Switzerland uh, on the World Cup or European Cup races. And uh, there is a bunch we have um, for our organization. Uh, we do communication, hosting the websites and uh, doing uh, press releases over over uh, races, you know, uh, national races and that stuff. So it's... I didn't, that's about yeah well I, I didn't realize i'm not really into winter. i come from an island so winter sports wasn't really big for me but mm. um i didn't realize skiing was that big but i guess so i mean you have so many you have the olympics you have skiing competitions during the winter it's big in yeah. america so i can see that <clears throat> now so how did you get comp sports mx to to sponsor this sponsor well, your that team was once during, yeah that was once during a coffee break and they got they knew that i'm in this hobby and uh, we are Actually, um, for the last four years, you know, I'm supported by the distributors of Team Associated, uh, where, where I get um, supported to race those cars. And uh, one of the guys, he joined once to watch a race and said, oh, that's pretty cool. And just, yeah, that was last fall, probably, you know, uh, talking one thing after the other around the coffee. And I said, yeah, there's something going on that would I, I would like to join, you know. Uh, there are some some cool guys, you know. They founded a series that is actually a worldwide series. Uh, so, you know, eight uh, eight races uh, back then that was already known. Eight mm -hmm. races uh, uh, during four events, uh, and uh, I have uh, my good friend Patrick Hofer, uh, which uh, runs the Associated Cars as well. Uh, he could be interested to in, but the problem is the entry fee and stuff. Is that uh, day later my friend comes back said listen uh, make me the math the numbers and then uh, we'll see what we could do and then when he saw the things he said well you know what we go uh, if we you know you know it from from other things if we get your team's title sponsor then uh, we pay you the entry fee the only thing you need to do is take care about trips and uh, hotel and stuff and with the material, of course, you there's nothing we can do. So we're not paying for the material. But mm -hmm. both racers we have, they are sponsored. They have uh, their individual sponsors. They uh, they yes. they got the material. So it was a no-brainer to I mean, to tell them JQ that I'm really in, and that happened actually in Perth. Yes, yes, and it's what makes this even more interesting is that one of the goals of RCGP is to get more out of the industry sponsors or into the hobby into our industry and here we have we have the first out of the industry sponsored team so we have accomplished doing that at least for now for the first year so that's pretty cool and um i'm excited to see that because this was my vision when i first heard about rcgp maybe teams can get sponsored by outside of the industry companies because there will be a lot more exposure for such company than just uh how we do rc now so 
you mentioned Patrick Hoffer. Okay, I've heard of Patrick Hoffer uh, because I follow, I've pretty much follow RC around the world. Uh, I know he's really fast in Switzerland. He's he's he does good at uh, at Euros. But uh, who is him? Tell tell. I'm sorry. Who is he? Who is him? Uh, tell <laughs> my English. I'm telling you. Sometimes you wouldn't think no. I. You wouldn't think I spoke English from my first language. Sometimes, but um, uh, no worries. Tell the people who Patrick Hoffer is. Yeah, well, uh, I first met Patrick. Uh, his dad was actually racing as well. His roots are, in fact, from Germany, uh, southern part of Germany. But they live just on the other side of uh, um, the lake there in the east, uh, Bodensee, it's called. And they were always racing. And I remember him when he was already as a kid. Uh, he was pretty fast. And um, the first time, really, I saw him, or when I really got hooked in onto him was when he was maybe 14, 15 years old. Uh, there was on a national championship, 1-8 buggy, and uh, he was in the final 45 minutes. He was doing pressure or, you know, uh, or getting pressure from Lachat, an ex-European uh, champion from France. And actually, this little guy was able to struggle him down and take the win. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, and of course, back then we were on different brands, uh, but we always had a good time, you know, talking to each other. And so, uh, yeah, he, he uh, and then when he changed to Team Associated, uh, that's already pretty quite some time. Uh, he he was always doing fast and in Switzerland. Uh, I don't even dare say a number in 110 off-road. He became, when he did a full season, he was actually automatically the, the Swiss champion. You mm -hmm. know? So his quote, if there was any betting, what was 1.0, something like that, because yeah. no one would bet. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and one of his biggest success was 2015 when he ended up on the Ifmar Worlds Electric in uh, Japan. He was uh, 16th. Okay. And even over qualifying, he was in the A main. So, uh, yeah, the, that was actually his biggest success. And uh, he always tries to improve. You know, he's in his early mid 20s. Okay. And uh, he's, he's really keen to get a step further. So yes. That's, that's how we got him. Awesome. So, let's talk about uh, how you got actually involved in RCGP. How did it come about? Uh, you mean me? Sorry. Yeah, Those you. Not no problem. Because you've you've known Joseph for a while, and uh, you decided to jump in. I mean, what what piqued your interest about RCGP that made you want to do this? Oh yeah. Um, well, the, the, when I wrote, you know, the first uh, articles about it, and said, well, that's that sounds like uh, well, either every one of the big races mentioned it already. It's MotoGP or Formula One. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, and then and, and then no, I was uh, once you know uh, during a championship with Patrick we talked about it. And then said, "What do you think?" And there, back then we had already Scampi Rosso in Switzerland, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, would that be something? Said, well, yeah, but probably there's no way that we can get into it, you know, because yeah. uh, I, I was thinking every manufacturer jumps in, but they, yeah, so. Uh, I wrote JQ and asking if, if there is a chance, you know, uh, and before, 
if, if they have open spots available, I would try to fund it. And uh, because I see there, yeah, uh, it's potential. Yeah, there's a, a potential because uh, that I, I really like the race format. You know, mm -hmm. that's uh, readable already on the website. And we talked it. It's it takes either. I know it, it, it's a benefit. It's a benefit for the guy who is fast over 15 minutes, so yes. he can make points. It has benefits for the guys being strong on finals. Uh, yeah, so uh, at the end, among those drivers, the number one, the winner, mm -hmm. among those drivers, you can say he's really the, the, the best driver. Yeah, he's the fastest driver, yes. the strongest driver, of yes. course. Equipment needs to hold as well, of course. That's but that's in every RC race the same. I mean, that's part of the preparation. How do you feel about uh, uh, how we do RC now with just uh, the worlds every every two years, and now we we have somebody and, and a lot of people say we need a series. We need a series to determine a world champion, a proper series, and now we have one. So, I mean, it's never been done in RC before. So it's pretty mm. exciting to me because I get to, I get to, we get to see these guys race more often and it's, it's, it will make the, make it more dramatic and whatnot. How do you feel about mm. that? Following, you come from following Formula One and MotoGP and other motorsports. Yeah. I mean, those, I mean, you see how many races they do, of course, mm. uh, <laughs> it's a different story. You know, that's all over uh, a whole year, Yes, but uh, like the format right now. The format RZGP represents that is something a uh, private team like uh, us we are able to manage as well because uh, we are all doing uh, a job mm -hmm. and uh, we're doing the trips to make on the holiday. Yes. Or overtime or whatever. So uh, of course, if RCGP would be 17 races, there was no way we could do it. But yeah. uh, that's another thing. Anyway, but uh, you talked first about uh, the difference to the Ifmar. I must honestly tell you that I'm the ba uh, the, the the wrong guy to ask because um, I followed up those worlds uh, yeah. always through internet and that. It's pretty long always, and uh, you are a week there, but. Uh, to 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 judge on quality and the benefit i'm the wrong guy because i never did a world so mm -hmm. uh, the only words i did was with patrick when i was his mechanic so yeah. therefore you, you was at you was at perth right in uh last year yeah for the world okay yeah that's right yeah cool that's our you kind of and rcgp had a meeting there and you attended it and yeah <clears> that's right yes and then uh what was your final decision in saying Let's do this. Like, what made what kind of pushed you over the over the edge to say, "All right, we're going to do it." Well, uh, when, I, when I was in Perth, I uh, I had already uh, the confirmation that uh, the uh, the team entry funding was done, mm -hmm. and uh, when I saw the ideas behind, because I was there more or less just listening what the others say, and then when I knew, I said, "Well, for me." I'm in, but yeah. of course, uh, Patrick needs to be in, mm -hmm. but to take an early decision because uh, Patrick was a bit unlucky on these worlds. Yes. So the worst thing uh, to ask after a bad worlds uh, to ask a race driver is, would we do that and this? And then I can tell you the first answer is no, forget it. So I knew I had to wait a little bit. And then uh, over Christmas, we were on some indoor electric races. 
and there uh, we talked it over and said, yeah, yeah, we, we do it. So okay, then I said, okay, let's let's see how it's developing. And then you know those uh, teams were filling, and then yeah, that was about two weeks ago. I called Patrick again. You know, I I was as well able to manage all of my holiday things, and then I said, so do we have a go? We have a green go. He said, yeah, let's do it. Okay. So then I wrote, uh, I wrote uh, JQ a message, and then I did it. Obviously, the other big announcement this week was that David Angaro is going to be part of this team as well, and that's really impressive because we now we have the if the current Ifmar World Champion and probably one of the fastest guys in RC that's going to be partaking in this series. How happy and yeah. excited are you about that? Well, I was, uh, I was honestly, uh, because uh, when uh, the Scuderia was announced in RTGP, mm -hmm. I can uh, calm down. So there was not uh, a phone call from Italy. Uh, Davide calling me if he could join. That worked really different. But uh, I mean, the, the right persons uh, behind that, uh, they know it when they hear it. So uh, there are there were several parties involved that made it possible and uh, towards those parties we are really grateful and uh, that goes to the individual sponsors you know team associated uh, mainly in Kesaid on Davide that's uh, it fits somehow in the schedule mm -hmm. and then uh, it was uh, JQ of course telling uh, well if we could get Davide, why not? Uh, he's driving with you, and uh, because yeah, it's, uh, that's the same car like uh, Patrick. And then there was a bit of back and forth, and then finally it was a yes, we go. That's great news. I'm glad it happened because any time to watch that kid race, it's really good. Yeah. And to have him at the uh, have him in part of the RCGP is really good. And br not saying that the other guys don't bring any. You know, we have two no, other no, no. world champions, but. You know, the, to have the current world champion of, involved in this is really, really good for RCGP and good for the fans of RC. That's another yeah, thing. Well, one thing actually one has to mention as well, that, that because most people don't know uh, or don't, that they doesn't get misunderstood. I, I, I'm not, uh, you know, the team didn't get get uh, Davide like uh, St. Mary uh, got Jesus. <laughs> uh, I, I knew him. Uh, I met him on several races. Mm -hmm. uh, I always chatted with his dad and stuff. So uh, he was not, he's not, you know, uh, it was not when I first heard his name. And then I said, Davide, who? You know, yes. I, I knew what was going on. You know, yes. I was just to make that clear. Yes, no worries. Now, I think the, the, the funniest thing, or not the funniest thing, the most interesting thing about this team is the actual name, Scuderia Scampi Rosso. How did that mm -hmm. come about? Well, that, that was a, a beer idea mainly, you know, when we were in Asti at the Grand Prix. Uh, when I went to the restroom, uh, when I passed by a painting, I saw there a, a painting, you know, well, it was not uh, Rembrandt or Picasso. It <laughs> was some uh, hobby painter, but it was a nice painting of a, of a red shrimp, you know. And when I looked at it, they coming out from the restroom and said, well, you know, he has to like, uh, you know, it was it has the, 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 the way he was painted. Yes. With... Uh, it looks like uh, look like the logo uh, from a well-known uh, 
energy drink yes. we all know on the world. Yes. And then uh, I told the other guys, and then when everyone came back, said, "Yeah, no, that, that's that's crazy. Yeah, it really is." And then uh, you know, just shortly before we left, you know, talking, you know, you, you start talking. Uh, crazy things and then I said well actually I, I, I need to go take a picture because I have my friend a graphic designer uh, just uh, for the fun of it he would like to uh, he, he could do it and then uh, the other friend said yeah then we do the Scuderia uh, we do the retro bracing and then said yeah why don't we're in Italy why don't we make it the Scuderia Scampi Rosso <laughs> yeah and then uh, the whole idea was sleeping over a year and when I had to change uh, my uh, RC engines uh, the other friend who was around and he said, well, now it's time to found that team. So actually we are, uh, then I, I, I gave a phone call to my friend and then it's it's actually, it came out from an idea. And now we have uh, seven drivers, you know, using uh, team associated racing products in Switzerland, some in European Grand Prix. And we have uh, guys uh, running Mugen, and, uh, you know, they like it or X-ray guys, uh, they, some are still waiting for the T-shirts, you know, uh, <laughs> still owe them T-shirts and, uh, you know, they're, they're having fun or putting the stickers on the car. So yes. it's, it's really out of a crazy idea. And yeah. then I said, well, when we enter the team, why don't we use that name? I mean, that is half of the graphic stuff is already done. So, yeah. Good stuff. I love it. That's I like it. So it doesn't matter what chassis you guys are running. You're just a team. Of friends that do it, a group of guys. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the core, the core are uh, are uh, so, so. they are supported by all the same companies. But mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you know, there is no team thinking uh, because I have all some of my best friends. They drive other brands. Mm -hmm. and they like the idea, so they are putting the stickers on. They they are like to. They love to be part of it. So yeah. That's, that's the idea. Great stuff. So, what are your expect expectations for your team uh, in the first round here in Manila? Well, the, it's always, you know, there's a new race format. Uh, everyone needs to understand, you know, find out the benefits or the dangers, you know. Uh, you know, they're the traps, don't go any, any traps, you know, in the whole system and then try to perform and everyone on his level. I mean, uh, it's, it's going to be new land for everyone. And uh, I'm just, uh, tomorrow I leave for Italy. Mm -hmm. And there Patrick and me with his dad, we join Davide and Mauro Ongaro in Sacile. And then, uh, of course, we will have time to talk things and find out, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah how, how we're going to prepare. But yeah. to do any predictions of how it works, I mean, that's, uh, I have no, no magic bowl where I could look into it where it works but everyone tries to give his best and uh, at the end getting a good result and it another thing is as well to see you know how, how it's developing how it's running you know it's uh, it's, it's gonna be like a as, as, uh, how you call that a uh, director script of course yeah. I mean yeah. for the organizers it's as well to see uh, does uh, what we were thinking uh, does it really works and uh, so it's going to be interesting, I think, for everyone involved. Yes. I think a lot of people uh, haven't don't realize that we're, with RCGP, we're also trying to 
change the image of our, our, of our well, obviously we, we want to have a series and whatnot as well, but we're also trying to change the image of RC, make our professional guys a little bit more professional. I, I, I say this, if you treat it professional, people will look at it professionally. So I think it's going to be knocking on doors that haven't been seen in RC. And it takes open-minded people like yourself to believe in it and, and want to do these type of things. Because we couldn't do it without people like yourself. Yeah, of course. So my thing would be to you, if what would you say to these manufacturers that aren't, aren't taking part in the first year? What would you say to them if they were on defense right now and were like, hey, you know what, we're thinking about doing this and... I don't know what should, what should what, what should we do? what should we do? What would you say to these people? There, I must say, because the ideas behind why they're doing things or do, don't doing things, it would be too massive for me to judge. Yes, I mean, and, and to tell them something right now, of course, would be different as well. Uh, I, 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 I'm able to tell them something on sixth of May. You know, when the first. <laughs> races are over then uh, if someone asks me then I can tell my opinion what I saw yeah that's mainly the thing because uh, every uh, I, I go maybe I, I take it a bit off of RC mm -hmm. uh, and uh, reflect it into motor car racing uh, sometimes you know the, the thing comes you know those teams they run on budgets that yes. could be one thing because for me it was as well the budget <laughs> Uh, and and then suddenly, you know, uh, you have to because you know the budget uh, on, on big companies, you know, that goes national in every country, down international and stuff. And then suddenly they have to decide, mm -hmm. and there's something more coming on. And uh, I think uh, I don't need to do the maths or getting the numbers, but it is a certain five-digit number for every race that needs to be covered, attending all those races. Yes. That could be a reason. Mm -hmm. Of course, after the first year, I have no idea what they think about it. If they see, ah, oh, that's how it turns on and see the benefit. And then, yeah, maybe one or the other team uh, or the other manufacturer uh, might join or might become partner or whatever. Yeah. So the, the only thing what is uh, what I like here in that whole thing is because uh, that they really keep things open you know because it's something uh, you know that it, the, the 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 worst thing that could become is that it starts to become a stock class you know that yes uh, because uh, like in formula one you know with pirelli you know, everyone has to run of course the reason behind is costs but on the other side it shall support the manufacturers so the manufacturers they should be able to show uh, and should should become a showcase for them so that, yeah. that's what I see behind here. Yeah, maybe some but, more innovation uh, will come out of this too. Some more innovation yeah. into what we're what we're racing. So that's always good. Competition breeds innovation, and having yeah. open. I mean, obviously there has to be some rules, but I mean, like making okay. I, I like the spec tire thing for RC two because it helps for the normal regular oh, driver. Oh yeah, of course, no doubt, no doubt. But uh, on the professional <laughs> level, don't get me wrong. On the professional level, I think. All manufacturers should be able to uh, show their brands and show what they can do. That's why they have. That's why we have professional re uh, racers. Hopefully, it breeds some 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 new innovation into our into our our motorsports. Well, I like to call it scale motorsports now. Nick Damon called it scale motorsports, so that's what I yeah. call it from now on. So yeah, good stuff. Are you ready to go to the Philippines? Are you excited about this? Are you ready? Because it's not long now. 
No, yeah, yeah. well, um, you know, <laughs> I, I, I traveled the world uh, 20 times around in my life, so uh, going to flying to the Philippines for me is nothing else than uh, driving down to the grocery store. <laughs> no, maybe not, but I know I'll be yeah. off for uh, five days. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, there is, I'm not nervous, you know, for that. So yeah. we have just to make sure that we have everything together. We need to get on there and uh, then we're ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I, I, th I can't wait. It's a, it's a month away and, or, yeah, uh, yeah. and I'll be looking forward to it. I'm not sure. I, I'll definitely be tuned in if I'm not going to be there. I'll definitely be watching. That's for sure. Yeah. But uh, thank you for your time and, and thank you for supporting RCGP because, you know, now we have the extra team. We got Patrick Hoffer going. We got David Angaro going and we have a cool, you know, you get to be the cool team manager. Like you get to be like the guy sitting in the paddock at Formula One with the headphones on watching the lap times. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and uh, anytime you need to know things and stuff, just we, you, we, we are now... Yes, we are in touch. Yeah, That's we should. Good. We should probably try and get Patrick on before before he goes as well. See what he has to say. No, yeah, talk I, to I, I gonna talk with him uh, tomorrow, and we know it. So all right. Well, thank you, Beat, and uh, you enjoy no the problem. rest of your day, and we'll be in contact before the race. Thank you for your time. It's greatly appreciated. Yeah, thanks. A big hello to the Dom Rep, huh? Oh yeah, the Dominican Republic. Have you ever been here? Yeah. <laughs> No, there we didn't do any freight there. You know that's a tourist thing. So yeah. uh, no, but uh, other the other countries. Yeah. Uh, a lot of a lot uh, of people. Miami and uh, U.S. and uh, North uh, the northern part of South America. Yeah. Caracas. Uh, yes. There I was. Yeah. Yeah, I've met a few people from Switzerland here in, in my time that I've been, I've been living here. So it it does have a lot of oh, Europeans okay. that come down here and, and spend the winter as well. So yeah. good stuff. Oh, that's good. Yes. Perfect. Alrighty, well, you have a good day, okay. and I'll talk to you yeah, later. Thank you. Perfect. Take bye -bye. care. Bye, Keen. Bye bye. Oh, he's upside down! He's upside down!